Another feature of the Bombay landscape is the so-called Towers of Silence. And that's where the Parsis, well, they don't bury, they expose their dead. They practice what the Tibetans call wind or air burial. That is to say that at the very top of these towers there is a kind of grill and there the bodies are exposed, the vultures come, devour the flesh and the bones fall down into a pit below. One of my policy friends, in fact it's this same Dr. Mehta whom Kalyana Prabha also mentioned, told me once that very exceptionally he had once gone with the attendants who carried the dead bodies up to the top of the tower and just seen what happened. But of course that's not a sight that many people would be prepared to see unless of course they were good Buddhists doing a corpse meditation. So I've said a little about the policies just to give you an idea about the cultural background of my friend Dinu. The policies incidentally were, and I'm sure still are, a very westernized people, very cultured, usually English educated, and with a keen interest in religion and philosophy. It's quite a small community. I don't know the exact numbers now, but they're scattered over western India, and the biggest number of policies still, I think, is to be found in the city of Bombay, but I doubt whether they amount to more than a couple of hundred thousand. So they are a sort of survival, in a way, from a very remote past. Kalyana Prabha has described to you just how I happened to meet Dinu. I remember the occasion very well, and I remember too this lecture I gave, Inspiration Whence? And I was concerned to make the point that inspiration came not just from religion, not just from mysticism, but also could come from the arts, from poetry, from literature, from the drama, and so on. And I think it was this particular note that I struck that especially appealed to Dinu, because she was herself a meditator, she read widely, and she was also an artist. I think that that's something that Kalyana Prabha didn't mention. She couldn't, of course, mention everything, otherwise she wouldn't need to read her book. Huh? <laughs> um, but um, Dinu had certain visionary experiences, and she used to see a figure or a face, sometimes in her meditations, which she believed to be the face of Maitreya Buddha. And she executed a number of paintings of this face just as she saw it. And I remember these paintings very well because she gave one of them to me. And it was circular and it depicted just a face. And it was a very European face, very white with pink cheeks and blue eyes and masses of golden hair but with an absolutely beatific smile, which did give one the impression of something well, out of this world. 
as I mentioned, Dinu gave me one of these paintings of Maitreya Buddha. I took it to Kalimpong, but the climate of Kalimpong, though agreeable in many ways, is not kind to books and not kind to paintings. And I'm afraid the painting collected mold and eventually disintegrated. Huh? <laughs> 